0: Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of thy faithful, and enkindle in them the fire of thy love. Send forth thy Spirit, and they shall be created, and thou shalt renew the face of the earth. Let us pray. O God, who didst instruct the hearts of the faithful by the light of the Holy Spirit, grant us in the same Spirit to be truly wise and ever to rejoice in his consolation, Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Gospel according to St. Luke. Jesus summoned the twelve and gave them power and authority over all demons and to cure diseases, and he sent them to proclaim the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. He said to them, Take nothing for the journey, neither walking stick, nor sack, nor food, nor money, and let no one take a second tunic. Whatever house you enter, stay there and leave from there. And as for those who do not welcome you, when you leave that town, shake the dust from the feet in testimony against them. Then they set out and went from village to village, proclaiming the good news and curing diseases everywhere gospel of the Lord to imitate Christ in his compassion for the sick and the suffering the church has always recommended that the faithful engage in corporal works of mercy particularly that of visiting the sick It is to be hoped that our interest in charity may partially alleviate another person's suffering. We may even be able to encourage the sick to sanctify their condition. The Church encourages us to imitate the Master who showed so much solicitude for the sick during his life on earth. Corporal works of mercy can do an immense amount of good for the sick person as well as the benefactor himself. Whether we are dealing with children in the womb, old people, accident victims, the physically or mentally ill, we are always dealing with our fellow human beings whose credentials of nobility are to be found in the very first page of the Bible. God created man in his own image. On the other hand, it has often been said that it is possible to judge a civilization by the way it deals with the defenseless, with children, with children. With the sick, etc. Wherever you have a sick person, there has to be a supremely human environment where each one is treated with dignity. One experiences in such circumstances the closeness of brothers and friends. The evangelists make frequent reference to Christ's love and mercy for people who are in pain. The Gospels are full of miraculous cures. It was St. Peter who summed up the life of Jesus of Nazareth with three words. He went about doing good with these words. He went about doing good and healing. His actions concerned primarily those who were suffering and seeking help. He healed the sick, consoled the afflicted, fed the hungry, freed people from deafness, from blindness, from leprosy, from the devil, and from various physical disabilities. Three times he restored the death to life, the dead to life. He was sensitive to every human suffering, whether of the body or of the soul. Jesus was not content to heal only those who came to him. He also went out in search of the sick. When he said the paralytic when he saw the paralytic by the pool, a man who has been there for thirty eight years, he asked him without hesitation, do you want to be healed? On another occasion, he offered to travel to the house of the centurion to heal his servant. Jesus did not avoid people afflicted with contagious diseases. For example, he went right up to the leper outside of Capernaum, though he surely could have cured him from a distance, and he stretched out his hand and touched him. As we read in the Gospel for today's Mass, Jesus sent his apostles out to preach the kingdom of God and to heal giving them power and authority over all demons and to cure diseases. Our Lord taught his disciples to see the sick in a new way. I was sick, and you visited me. Whenever we take care of a person who is suffering, we are taking care of Jesus Christ himself. Surely I say to you, as you did it to one of the least of these, my brethren, you did it to me. You helped me to bear that illness, that sadness, that tiredness, that loneliness. Let us take a closer look today at the attention we give to others who suffer in our surroundings. How much time do we make available? How much interest? Children, the sick, as you write these words, don't you feel tempted to write them with capitals? The reason is that in little children and in the sick, a soul in love sees him. Mercy is one of the fruits of charity. Mercy is a certain compassion for the misery of one's neighbor, born in one's heart and by which, if we can, we try to help him. It is of the very essence of mercy to pour oneself out, to expend oneself for the one who suffers pain or need, and to take on the other's pain or need as one's own in order to remedy them as best one can. Consequently, when we visit a sick person, we are not fulfilling a mere precept of courtesy. On the contrary, we are making his pain into our pain. We try to alleviate it, perhaps with a kind conversation concerning news of interest to him, perhaps providing some small material assistance. We should encourage sick people to sanctify this treasure which God has placed in their hands. We can join together in prayer. We can read from a good spiritual book, whatever seems appropriate. We will then be acting as Christ would act. We will act as if we were going to visit Jesus Christ himself. When we make the sacrifice to visit a sick person or one who is in some way needy, we make the world more human. We come close to the heart of man and at the same time pour over him the charity of Christ. Pope John Paul II has written, We could say that suffering, which is present under so many different forms in our human world, is also present in order to unleash the love in human person, that unselfish gift of one's eye, on behalf of other people, especially those who suffer. The world of human suffering unceasingly calls for, so to speak, another world, the world of human love, and in a certain sense, man owes to suffering that unselfish love which stirs in his heart and actions so much good can be accomplished by being merciful towards those who are suffering how much grace is produced in our soul as a result the lord enlarges our heart and makes us understand those words he once said it is more blessed to give than to receive for jesus is generous beyond our wildest dreams charity sharpens our spiritual vision saint augustine states that mercy is the showpiece of the soul since it makes it appear good and beautiful and convert covers a multitude of sins he who begins to suffer over the miseries of others begins to abandon sin For this very same reason, when we go to visit the sick, we should bring along a friend. This should be a natural part of our apostolate. The soul that partakes of another's suffering is rewarded with a richer understanding of the love of God. St. Augustine points out that by loving one's neighbor, we purify the sight of our eyes in such a way as to be able to see God. Our vision is sharpened in the perception of divine goods. Egoism hardens the heart, while the exercise of charity enables us to rejoice in God. Hence, charity is a foretaste of eternal life. Eternal life itself may be understood as an uninterrupted act of charity. What better reward could our Lord give to us than the gift of Himself? What better price than for Christ to increase our ability to love the others? No matter how much you may love, you will never love enough. The human heart is endowed with an enormous coefficient of expansion. When it loves, it opens out in a crescendo of affection that overcomes all barriers. If you love our Lord, there will not be a single creature that does not find a place in your heart. In our modern world, one cannot help but notice that there are a growing number of people who require the assistance of Christians. The elderly, the sick, the depressed, the homeless. There are many people who suffer in their own homes, the difficulties of a sickness or the disgrace of poverty, though there may be fewer of these people than there once were. Today, we have many nursing homes and residences for old people. There are many organizations and programs Dedicated to people in need. Yet, despite the best of intentions, these institutions offer harbor, often harbor multitudes of lonely individuals who live in great spiritual want. Deprived of the affection of friends and relatives, these sorry people may find themselves completely abandoned. When we provide companionship to those who suffer in this way, we bring upon ourselves the mercy of the Lord. This is something which we need, as much as anyone else. In today's liturgy of the hours, we find this prayer to the Lord: "Bring it about that what might we know, what we might know how to discover You in all of our brothers and sisters, above all in those who are poor and those who are suffering." close by side of those who suffer we will find mary close by the side of those who suffer we will find mary comforter of the afflicted she will make our hearts sensitive to the needs of others then we will never ignore sick people or keep at a distance from anyone who is suffering in body or soul give you thanks, Almighty God, for all thy benefits. Through Christ our Lord. Amen.